What's up, Warrior Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Warrior Rewind, where we take time to visit with members of the Valley Christian Athletics community, past and present. Once a warrior, always a warrior. This is your host, Rob Fair, class of 09, Valley Christian Assistant Athletic Director and Warrior Football and Lacrosse Coach. As we continue to schedule guests on the Warrior Rewind, I want to know who it is you want to hear from. So feel free to connect with me on Twitter at robfair3, the number three, or email me at rfair at vcs.net to nominate a new guest for the show. Now let's get to work. Jolene Fugate served as Valley Christian High School's athletic director from 2008 to 2016 and as the head coach of the Warriors women's soccer program from 2003 to 2016. During her time at Valley Christian, Jolene's accomplishments include three women's soccer CCS championship victories. In 2007, she was selected by the San Jose Mercury News as the soccer coach of the year. In 2010, she was selected as the CCS Rookie Athletic Director of the Year. In 2013, she was selected as the CCS Girls Soccer Honor Coach. And in 2016, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association presented Jolene with the National Award of Merit in recognition of her outstanding leadership and personal commitment to the values of interscholastic athletics in the state of California. Since 2016, Jolene has served as the commissioner of the West Catholic Athletic League, becoming the first female to hold that position. Jolene is also the wife to Donnie and mother to her son, Jacob, who will be beginning at Valley Christian Elementary School in the fall. Jolene, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me what it's like being the WCAL commissioner at a time such as this with, uh, with shelter in place and COVID-19 and um, what is it like being in your shoes right now? Um, I would say it's kind of been a mix. It's, we've obviously have had some very hard conversations with our athletic administrators of all of our member schools. Uh, my heart goes out to the student athletes whose seasons ended abruptly with everything that's happening. And yet there's just so much um, going on in the world and just so thankful that we have this opportunity to you know, come together as a community and help, help flatten the curve, as they say. Um, it's been interesting as we kind of figure out what happens next um, as far as the rest of the season, you know, the rest of spring, the summer, and as we get into the fall. So lots of forward thinking opportunities. And then lastly, I'd say it's been really neat to see all of the communities come together. We've had some really great um, Zoom athletic director meetings where just kind of ideas and ways that we can honor seniors and how to um, continue to stay connected. And really we're focusing as a league on connection, not just communication, because you can give a bunch of information out, but you can also fail to connect with people. Um, so we're doing that and then just uh, trying to find ways to um, support the local communities and give back and give thanks to those that are fighting on the front lines for us. That's super cool. You're obviously now in a unique position. Um, you talk about community to be involved in so many different communities um, throughout the West Catholic Athletic League. But at your roots, we know that uh, we know that at one point you called Valley Christian home. And so 
I think that uh, I, would, I would consider you to be a warrior. So my first question that I kind of like to start all these podcasts with is what does being a warrior mean to you? I think you hit it right on the head is that for me, and I, I knew it during my time at Valley Christian, but even more so now is just being part of something bigger than yourself, being part of that community. Um, it was not easy, although, I, you know, I, as I love and have grown into my role, it's hard to um, step away from such a tight knit community. And yet, as you said, now I have the opportunity to be part of nine different communities. So I think really investing and um, just being all in, in the community is probably what being a, a true warrior means and just uh, finding ways to even stay connected within that. Do you have a, a favorite memory from your time at Valley Christian? Mm, a favorite memory would probably be the team overnighters that we used to have um, down at the bocce courts in Morgan Hill. We would have some great time of um, where we would do videos and we'd act out skits and just have a great time with the girls outside of soccer. And I think that's probably some of those most, some of my most favorite memories are from those nights and with my coaches, your wife included. We've had some great times um, with our girls during that time. And, and she would say, because she had, she had an opportunity to, to coach um, for a few years at Valley Christian, she would say that her her favorite uh, moments coaching were those overnighters for sure. And I know that um, she feels the same way about her playing days. And, and I'm sure that a lot of, a lot of our, our girls would echo that, that sentiment. One of, one of the biggest beliefs at Valley Christian is, is in our motto uh, of being on a quest for excellence. How would you define the word excellence? To me, excellence is putting in your best effort all the time, whether it's something easy, whether it's something hard. Um, the quest for excellence would be continuing to strive to do your best, whether that's um, academically, athletically, spiritually, um, any extracurricular that you do. And so just putting your best effort in all the time. What compliment stands out as the best that you've ever received? compliment that stands out i would say for me i don't know if it's necessarily a compliment but um 2018 was a pretty hard year for me i lost both of my parents my mom at the beginning of the year to cancer and then my father aunt and uncle in november to a tragic car accident and um the amount of former student athletes of mine that reached out um, i had girls come by and drop off flowers and blankets and just to have them surround me in some of my darkest times, I think is way more important than any event that we went through together. Um, watching them rally around teammates that went through struggles, you know, we, it, it's easy at the championships and those kind of things to come together. But when we would come together around hardships is probably, you know, one of my more proud moments, if I could use that word versus a compliment of just that. So I would say the the staying in connectedness, you know, I hear from them. I hear from a lot of uh, my former soccer players still to this day. Um, what is, what would you say is a common myth about being an athletic administrator um, in interscholastic athletics? And what argument, how would you debunk that myth? A common myth about being an athletic administrator, I think everybody thinks that athletic administrators 
um, just show up to games and shake hands and tweet scores. And I would just say uh, for everybody out there listening that just um, next time you see an athletic administrator, give them a, an extra thank you. It's a lot of uh, tireless hours behind the scenes. It's all the logistics, it's scheduling, it's officials, it's umpires, it's buses, it's everything so that event could go well. Everything that has to make that event go well, the athletic director has put together. So um, I think that's one of the big ones, especially even in my role as commissioner, you know, I get a lot of questions about, um, about just, you know, attending events and those kind of things. And it's, it's, um, I think athletic administrators, they're, they're the ones that are there in the morning and they're the, usually some of the last ones to leave at the end of the night. So just, um, a lot of times it's a thankless job, but it's such a rewarding job. And I'm so thankful that I was able to call, you know, Valley Christian home and have the opportunity to be an athletic administrator there and then to continue my career now as a commissioner um, and give back. How has your athletic experience shaped your faith? I think in this question, how has my athletic experience shaped my faith? I think the opposite, I think, how's my faith um, shaped my athletic experience? Because I think as a, as a youth, so when I was playing club and in high school, I thought more about athletics and less about my faith. Um, I didn't understand how they went hand in hand. And as I grew into a young adult, a college athlete and a young adult, and then as a coach, um, I realized that my faith is what shapes my athletic experiencing. And so I, I coached from the aspect of, you know, we're commissioned by the Bible to um, love God and love people. And so I, I put those at the forefront and success came from that. You know, I made sure that my kids knew that I cared um, and obviously knew a lot about soccer, but more importantly, we just cared about them as people. And I think, had I, could I go back and tell my younger self, I wish I would have relied on my faith a lot more and less on my physical ability uh what would you say um kind of going off of that question what would you say um inspires you uh or or even just makes you strive to be uh the best jolene you can be probably my competitiveness i think one of the things about being having the opportunity to play athletics i played many sports i'm from the generation that was a multi-sport athlete i was actually a four-sport high school athlete my wow. senior year um, I did cross country, girls basketball, girls soccer, and track. Um, and I think for me, it's just a competitiveness, always being able to focus on um, that I could do something, even if it felt impossible. And I think that's trickled over into real life, right? So whether it's in my professional life, my personal life, um, as I mentioned before, you know, overcoming some pretty hard times in my life personally has all been um, shaped by who I was as an athlete. Okay, time for a fun question. Definitely my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, if you could spend one hour with three, def with three different people, dead or alive, who would those people be and why would you choose them? Three people. So the first one would probably be John Wooden. Um, nice. Yes, I um, read all of his books. I patterned a lot of my coaching style after him. Um, one of the things about playing a lot of sports, I've been coached by many people. Um, you learn a lot of different coaching styles. You learn what you like, you learn what you don't wanna be. Um, but one of the things I liked about John Wooden and his pyramid of success and how he broke it all the way down to the basics, 
I think too often, especially nowadays, we get so caught up in the end results that we forget that the steps that go along the way. Um, in my office right now, as I'm sitting here talking with you, I have a big um, poster on the wall about um, with him and you know just characters, what you are when people aren't looking. And I think just all those, you know, woodisms as they would call them. Um, I apply both. I applied as a coach and an athletic administrator, but also to my own personal life. So he would be one. Um, a second one would probably be Michael Jordan. Um, although soccer is my first love, I was a, um, a basketball player um, as well. And I think just what he did, not just for the sport of basketball, but just, um, you know, he's from my generation. I had posters in my room um, growing up and, you know, watching that dream team play. Um, I think he just would be a cool person um, to meet and spend some time with. And then a third one, one of the things right now I'm really, especially during, you know, as you started this, we talked a lot about the COVID and the shelter in place. And um, I think it's really important what we put into our minds all the time, but especially right now, I've been trying to really limit my um, social media and news intake. I'm not living under a rock. I obviously know what's going on in the world, right. but I've really been um, into um, podcasts and listening to worship music. And um, there's a lot of Christian um, podcasts that I follow. I think Francis Chan would be amazing. Um, Christine Kane. Uh, gosh, the list goes on, but probably somebody like that. Um, sure. Yeah, to just really, you know, really dive into and just ask a lot of questions and just, you know, I think right now is a good time to really just dive into your faith and just really, you know, see where your heart's at. All right. The, the finale question here, um, being that some of our listeners are, uh, you know, active high school student athletes. Um, what advice do you have for them? And specifically, if you could go back in time to talk to Jolene when she was in high school, what would you go back and tell her as an underclassman, as a freshman, a sophomore, just kind of beginning, um, you know, the, her interscholastic athletic career? And then the second part of that question is if you could go back in time and talk to upperclassman Jolene, what advice do you have for those two people. Okay, so underclassman Jolene, and to all of the listeners out there, I would probably say um, don't be afraid to take risks athletically and make mistakes, um, especially right now. I think the emphasis is so much, like I said before, on the end results and results and results, and yet if you don't take risks and you don't make mistakes, you won't grow. Um, so just imagine how much better of a person and an athlete you could be if you actually put yourself out there more, um, tried a new position, tried a new sport, um, took some extra reps, did that kind of thing. Uh, I truly, truly believe now as an adult, if I look back, that's where some of my biggest areas of growth were is when I struggled um, versus when I took the easy route. For the juniors and seniors, I would say um, as you're making that decision, if you if you are gifted and have the um, ability to play at the next level, just really make sure you're looking at a place. And even if you're not looking to play, if you're looking, you know, when you're looking to go to college, I would say make sure you're really checking out the place and not going somewhere because of the um, social media or Instagram or, you know, just the there's so much pressure on now of like making your your life look perfect. And there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of people that have perfect looking lives on Instagram and social media that are really struggling in life. So I would just challenge you to be yourself. Um, if it means going to a school that makes you happy, it doesn't matter what other people think. Um, and just finding that place where you fit in. I'm so thankful I had opportunities to play both soccer and basketball in college. Um, I chose soccer, you know, and, and I, it brought me to here. Um, I'm from Colorado. And so to be able to come out here and just, God had a bigger plan than I did, um, clearly because cool. of all the doors that it's opened up out here. But I think that's probably the biggest thing is just make sure you're, make sure you're really looking, visiting the schools. I know hard to say right now because schools are, everything's closed down, but making sure you're really looking into that and not just going somewhere because, you know, it gets the most likes or it gets the most, um, the coolest place to go, but it's a, it's a big investment. So you really got to be, you got to make sure you're going where you're going. For sure. Well, Jillian, great advice. Um, and, uh, and just thank you for spending some time to, uh, to visit with us here on the Warrior Rewind. Um, thanks again. Uh, stay safe and, uh, and say hi to, uh, to the rest of the Fugate family at home for us. Thank you so much for having me.